The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Blessings and more blessings overtake me. All His commandments I observe. While my soul doth prosper in the knowledge Of Jesus Christ, my Lord, the living Word That's what I have, that's who I am I am a king come out of Abraham Because of Christ, I reign in life in Him I am Blessed have I been in the city Blessed have I been in the field The Lord has commanded on me blessing It's my Father's pleasure and His will That's what I have That's who I am King come out of Abraham because of Christ I reign in life in him that's what I have that's who I am he blesses everything I set my hand to my enemies run from me seven ways The Lord has opened to me His good treasure While I observe and do what Jesus says That's what I have That's who I am I am the king come out of Abraham Because of Christ I reign in life in Him, that's what I have, that's who I am. That's what I have, that's who I am. I am a king come out of Abraham. Because of Christ, I reign in life. In Him, that's what I have, that's who I am. If the Bible clearly teaches anything, it teaches to give expecting to receive. The Holy Spirit will now remove the spiritual blinders and help us to see Luke 6.38 in a very fresh way. I've read it many times. You've read it many times before. But this time, let's read it with anointed eyes and minds of truth. Give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, 
shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Now, I believe God is working on our spirits right now, that we are in the position of understanding his word for us personally. We're going to look what he says in Malachi 3 and verse 10. He says, when we tithe, he will open us the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. Now, in Galatians 6, we're looking at verse 7 now. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Give, expecting to receive. Expecting to receive something in return is a godly way to give. Now, we're talking about giving to God. We're talking about giving to things that God has going, godly projects. I know that uh, as we give to others from that standpoint, we don't give expecting that person to give back to us. But at the same time, knowing how God moves and works, even when we give to another person, God's going to show us favor through maybe that person or someone else. As we give, it says it says, give and it shall be given. The word of God says, give it shall be given. So if we give kindness, we give uh, a gift, we give finances, we give a blessing then God is going to return that to us because that's the way he is. Expecting to receive something in return is the godly way to give. If you have financial needs, if you're sitting there staring at a stack of overdue bills, if you need something from God, then give something to God. If your house payment is past due, you're wondering, what can I do? What shall I do? The word tells you this. Today, this very day, give something back to the Lord. Give, and it shall be given back to you. That's the promise of God. Uh, you know, we started out this chapter with a shocking statement, so it's only appropriate that we should also end it with one. So if you're currently experiencing a tight financial situation in your life, it is very likely that you have not been giving enough away to God. But Brother David, that just doesn't make good sense. You're right, it might not make good sense, but it certainly makes God sense. Let's read Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. In God's world, the first shall be last. In God's world, the leader must be the servant of all. In God's world, you must give away what you want in order to receive it. I better repeat that. In God's world, you must give away what you want in order to receive it. Something that you have value on. When you give that away, then you can really expect something. If you want to receive from God, you must first give to him. Paul understood this uh, as he wrote in Philippians 4, verses 15, 16, and 17. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So he's saying not that I needed your money or your gifts, but you needed to give it. 
Paul understood the principle, expecting to receive is a godly way to give. He felt concerned when those he loved failed to apply God's principle in their lives. Paul knew that the result of the application was fruit to their own account. And every time God speaks in His Word about giving, He also speaks about what He will do as a result of my giving, of your giving. Tithe, and the windows of heaven will open. Give, and it shall be given unto you. I said tithe. That means the action of tithing. You tithe, and the windows of heaven will open to you. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Let this thought, this message sink into your spirit. Expecting to receive is a godly way to give. And you know, there are uh, things that you can think of right now that you have a need in your life. Well, give something away. Give God something. God is glad when you untie his hand to move. I remember being in a meeting in Oklahoma City a few years ago, and a minister was in that meeting. And he started to give $20 in that particular offering that night. We were actually in somebody's home at that particular point. I'd been ministering for some time, and then an offering was going to be received. I just uh, launched out into ministry. And uh, a brother in the area there had set up several meetings just one night after the other, this place, that place, all in the metro Oklahoma City area. And so this pastor of that group, uh, he started to put $20 in the offering. And when he got out the traditional 20, which at 20 is always a nice offering. That's a good offering. But, but you know, we don't need to get into a tradition that way either. Let's ask God what he wants us to give. He may want us to give $9.32 or something. Or he may want us, in this case, he told him to put in $100. So he just very quickly put the $20 back and got a $100 bill put in the offering. Then later on that night, after the meeting was over, he had gone home. He got this phone call at his home, and some lady called, and she said, Brother, and called his name, said, You don't know me, but the Lord has been dealing with me about putting, I think it was either two or $3,000 into his ministry. I'll either send it to you, or you can come get it. He said, What's your address? So uh, he went right that hour of the night, and he got that gift, that great gift of several thousand dollars there. Now, I want you to notice what she said. She said, the Lord has been dealing with me. The Lord has been dealing with me. See, the Lord had been dealing with her to do it, and she was going to do it. And uh, and then this brother, this pastor, had some needs that he'd been believing God for. But see, when he obeyed God in the giving of the gift that he gave to God, the $100 offering, then that cut the strings that held the other. In other words, when we give, then God moves, and he causes a flourishing to come. What's our scripture say that we read this morning, right from God's word? Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. God may want you to give a special offering into your church. God may want you to give a special offering into one of the radio ministries that you listen to every day or often. God may speak to you about some other uh, situation, but you need to give something. And when you give, you just give knowing that you're obeying God. He said, if you be willing and obedient, 
ye shall eat the good of the land. So get real willing, get joyful about it, and just look for some way and for a good place to give away something today. So God's hands will then move on your behalf and flourish you. And I'm telling you, precious seed something that you need real bad. So sometimes maybe you need it real bad. That's precious seed. And you can sow that, and God will sow back to you. And I say, so he's going to pour it on you. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my music CD, I'm Making Plans to Succeed. One of my favorite scriptures is 3 John 2, which tells us that God wants us to prosper, both financially and physically. This 10-song CD is a compilation of songs designed to remind you of who you are in Christ, a success. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Oh